Hi, it's Dwyer. It's June 21st, 2023. Gamblersadvisory.com, a free site. Bettingangle.us, a free site. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Let's update our position in the Arthur Baturbiev versus Callum Smith fight, recognizing that Baturbiev is fighting this fight in his backyard. Right? This is a little bit different than Baturbiev traveling to the UK to fight Anthony Yard. Right now, Baturbiev is fighting at home. Again, this is different than Baturbiev going to the New York City area to fight Joe Smith. This is actually a homecoming for Baturbiev. But even now, even with the recognition of Baturbiev being a legitimate champion, having earned his perfect knockout ratio, I'm going to take chances here. I just don't think Callum Smith should be going off as a plus 270 underdog today. That's ridiculous to me. Right? The baseline bet I like continues to be Callum Smith plus 270. But let's hedge it. We now have the over-under. It's eight and a half rounds. Now, it might be eight and a half rounds because Anthony Yard, if you recall, came out bouncing behind a jab in front of his home crowd when he fought Baturbiev. It took Baturbiev a little bit to get through the jab. Let's just say I don't expect Callum Smith to come out bouncing around behind a jab. I'm expecting Callum Smith, who's a slugger, to want to close the gap against Baturbiev as much as Baturbiev wants to close the gap on Callum Smith. Now, this is not to suggest that Callum Smith doesn't have a back foot. He does. We saw that against Canelo, didn't we? But I think Callum Smith, who's the taller man, understands that he wants a stoppage. He needs a stoppage in Canada. I'm expecting him to come out. I'm expecting a spirited fight. Really, I'm expecting a fight on par with Callum Smith against Rocky Fielding, where Smith, against a guy with a perfect knockout record, goes hunting. So, my hedge is the under eight and a half rounds. You're getting that at a minus 115. Right now, understand, because you're getting a plus 270 on Smith simply to win, you can play with the numbers and make it work. So, you profit if either happens. Right? But I need for folks to understand the risk involved. If this fight makes it past the midway point of the ninth round, right? And 
An eight and a half under is eight full rounds plus half of the next round. If it makes it one second past the halfway point of the ninth round, and if Baturbiev wins the fight, you lose it all, right? If Smith wins the fight, you're getting a plus 270 on that side, right? Whenever Smith wins the fight. But understand what the hedge means. If Smith gets the stoppage before the halfway point of the ninth round, you're in the penthouse, having one on both sides of the play. If Baturbiev gets the stoppage before the midway point of the ninth round, you're hedged. You might even make a profit if you structure it the right way, right? Bet more on the under than on the plus 270. But if Smith requires more than the first nine and a half rounds to, excuse me, if Baturbiev requires more than the first nine and a half rounds, excuse me, eight and a half rounds, midway point of the ninth round, to get the stoppage, if Baturbiev gets the stoppage after the midway point of the ninth round, you lose it all. Let's talk about another fight. This is a bonus for this video. Now, you might recall Julian Williams beating Jared Hurd and winning the belt at 154 pounds. Right? You might recall the skill set. Dazzling counterpuncher, excellent angles guy, looks like he was born in the gym. A lot of talent. He then lost his belt to Jason Rosario, a very big front foot heavy puncher who ran red lights, didn't pay attention to Julian Williams's feints, roughed him up, got the stoppage. Well, Julian Williams is going off as a plus 450 underdog, this former champion against Carlos Adamas, a guy who beat Derevianchenko, who just gave middleweight champion Jaime Munguia all he could handle. Right, folks? Know when to say when. While I'm interested in this Julian Williams-Carlos Adamas fight, where Williams is a plus 450 underdog, I'm staying on the sidelines. I'm not touching this fight. And the reason is simple. You've heard me say it before. <clears throat> Boxing is a young man's game. Unless you're a heavyweight. Or unless you're the kind of fighter, like Paterbiev is, who is finishing off guys early, hasn't had to go the distance. So even the number of fights that the guy has had misrepresents, in a sense, the number of miles on his tire. Unless you're a fighter like that, if you're older and you're fighting a younger guy in his prime at the lighter weights, and let's say you're in the twilight of your career, in other words, Julian Williams used to be a knockout puncher. 
He's had two losses in his last three fights. Right? Think about that. His last fight went the distance. Went eight rounds. Right? This was against the guy who was 37. Right? I need for people to read the fine print on people's careers. Right? Williams is 33. In my opinion, he's an old 33. When you see a guy like him who's defensively blessed and who has great reflexes, in other words, he's rolling with punches before the punch even comes into frame. Right? Just understand that age will dim those reflexes. 33 is old for 154 pounds. Let's read the fine print even more. This fight's not at 154 pounds. This fight is at 160. Against a tough 29-year-old opponent. So the line is tempting. This is what casinos do. Right? You're walking around thinking, hey, I'll take risks. Just give me the right line. Then the casino says, hey, is this good enough for you? Plus 450. And you're thinking, man, that does sound good. Then you realize that the guy who you saw who had a lot of skills just a few years ago is now 33 years old. That the fight's not in the weight class where you saw him. It's at 160 against a guy who only has one loss, Patrick Texera beat Adamas a few years ago, and who, of course, today earned a decision against Revianchenko, who is a competitive competitor still at 160 pounds, the weight class where this fight is being held. Right? Even if you're a guy who has been the casino's Huckleberry in the past, understand the plus 450 here on Julian Williams has too many strings attached to it. So Julian Williams against Carlos Adames, as tempting as it is, I'm staying on the sidelines. Right? Yes, Williams is talented. But this is a young man's game, and he's fighting a guy four years younger than him. Right? Understand, too. Williams lost to Vladimir Hernandez. Right? This is a couple fights ago. Hernandez is a southpaw. Right? Which is tough. Right? Understand, Adamas is orthodox. So he wouldn't have the southpaw problem. But I need for people to understand that Hernandez only has six KOs. And he beat Julian Williams. Right? That's a fight after Julian Williams got KO'd by Jason Rosario. Right? Just understand, even good fighters, even good fighters can become a bit washed as they age, right? Julian Williams' recent performance doesn't match his earlier performances, right? His last fight, for example, was 
an eight-rounder. And now he's in against a legitimate contender. I'll be watching this fight from the sidelines. Right? This is one of those situations where I'm not going to be the casino's Huckleberry. Right? The casino's walking around saying, hey, here's a plus 450 on a guy who was a champion within the last five years. You need to understand boxing is a tough sport. Right? Even skilled guys can lose some reflexes, can lose some power. Right? When 37-year-old guys somehow are going the distance against uh, Julian Williams. By the way, the 37-year-old guy had 11 losses going into the fight. When you see journeymen going the distance against guys who used to be sharp, right after the guy lost his title by stoppage, you need to be cautious. You need to be careful. I'm being careful here. I'm not betting on the Julian Williams versus Carlos Adamas fight. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. If you are betting on the fight and you have a specific take, tell us about it in the comment section of this video. Right? One of the things that gives me pause is the fact that Derevianchenko lost to Adamas by majority decision. In other words, Derevianchenko still had his moments against Adamas. I know the flip side of being hesitant to take the plus 450 on Williams is, well, why not bet on Adonis? Here's the problem. There's a VIG involved. The casino's giving you less than a minus 600. It's not worth the risk. At least not from this seat. Let me hear about the view from your seat in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.